What's up, Videolanders? I'm Brad. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kyle. Welcome to Adventures in Videoland number 201. Today's date is April 13th, and we will be talking about this week's movie news. That man's ruined the F word for me. Now I know what you're thinking. How did this happen? Well, it's a long story. Ah! <laughs> Hammer breaks. <laughs> TikTok, motherfucker. <laughs> Just had to throw that in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Double jib jab on you. <laughs> Tonight, we will talk about news and trailers. We will be talking about the Thor Ragnarok trailer. We will talk about the real-life Rocky Balboa, the 10-year anniversary of Grindhouse, the Deadpool cable casting, Dumbledore casting, and much, much more. Afterwards, we will conclude with movie news. Actually, that is movie news. The whole thing is movie news this week. So right? let's, movie let's just conclude with what we've been watching this week. <laughs> we're going to start with it, we're going to middle it, we're going to end it. <laughs> this is a very movie news heavy. So remember, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. What about this Critics with Attitude, Kyle? Well, sometimes we like to say butts and penises and fudge just and gosh darn it. No, I'm, you know, we say fuck a lot. Yeah, and shit. Uh, a lot. And it's not it's just habitual at this no. point. Like I I start sentences with fuck when I don't need to. Yeah. Now I'm just cursing in front of children all the time. You're a bad influence, Brad. We're just three guys at a table with our dicks hanging out. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh we are we're not we're not doing that. I'm tonight. dickless. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you are. But we like to get a little fancy with our with our with our speech. <laughs> so, what do you think about that? Yeah, I I feel like sometimes Samuel L. Jackson just like embodies me you know i get a spirit inside of me and i can't help myself remember we are spoilers all the time so if you don't want this shit spoiled there's gonna be a lot of spoilers Thank if you, you haven't seen it <laughs> he's done he's done there's gonna be some that's it it's, it's the truth if you haven't seen it if you don't want it to be ruined for you if you want to experience it yourself um you know, plug your plug your ears until that part's over and then continue I'm listening i'm not listening my co-host, Seth Fisher, is in Orlando for Star Wars Celebration this week, so safe travels, my friend. We will keep all Star Wars news um, until next week when he comes back next Thursday. We're going to have a big Star Wars Celebration conversation. I think we're going to have Brian Still, Seth Fisher. Yeah, thanks, because and... I didn't want to take a nap in the middle of this <laughs> while you guys did that. So let's get in to movie news. Um, let's uh, do it like we usually do. Let's save trailer talk uh, towards the end. Absolutely. Okay, so let's get into... Jude Law will be young Dumbledore and Fantastic Beast sequel. What do you think? I think it's a good good casting, you know, and and she's already talked about maybe getting into his gayness a little bit and Jude Law kind of has that gay look to me. No. He does, uh, man. No, but I think he I think he has like a strong presence which which is needed. So, I think it's a good casting for a young Dumbledore. Think he'll bring a strong gay presence? Maybe. He, no, I mean, yeah. he does have an effeminate look. He's played gay roles before in movies, and he, he does it well. And even if that's not a... I don't think it's going to be, like, a huge fucking thing. Like, it's not going to be, like, an hour-long thing about how Dumbledore is gay. <laughs> it's, it's It just might hint at it here and there. Um, and, and Jude Law is a great actor. Yeah. Um, and I think he's going to be... He, he can be very believable as, you know, the type of Dumbledore that... You know, Michael Gambon and uh, Richard Harris kind of played before him. Yeah, I think it's perfect casting. I'm not a, a big Harry Potter fan or Fantastic Beast. Mm -hmm. um, the Harry Potter franchise, when it comes to the, the cinematic 
uh, universe. It just has, it's kind of failed to capture my attention. But I do love the Harry Potter world. You know, I think, you know, from the books and we went to Universal. I, I've talked about this a couple times on the mm -hmm. podcast. But uh, going to Universal, I mean, that world really came to life at Universal for me. I'm like, this is really neat. You know, the wands and the, and the, and the shops and all mm -hmm. the, the cool stuff there. But I love the world. Um, but uh, Jude Law is fantastic. And I think that he'll add quite a bit. Like with Fantastic Beast, um, Eddie Redmayne. You know, I do not like Eddie Redmayne, but he fit perfectly in Fantastic Beast. You know, yeah. I thought he was the best part of it. And uh, I'm not a big Colin Farrell fan, um, but they nailed Colin Farrell in that. And I hope that somehow, some way, they can bring him back into a Fantastic Beast sequel. You know, uh, they can do a lot when it comes to writing, you know, because uh, his yeah. character kind of ended there uh, with the reveal of Johnny Depp, you know. So um, that's the only casting I don't like. <laughs> yeah. that's a lot going of people on. seem to not like that. Yeah, I just don't like that. And I wish that Jude Law had someone better to play off of. And, and hey, man, Johnny Depp might surprise the hell out of Johnny me. Johnny Depp can bring it when he fucking cares. Yeah, but even when he when he cares he hasn't sometimes. Cared in a while. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. cared in about 10 years. But exactly. he, he cares. Actually, Black Mass, he's fucking great yeah. in that. That movie's yeah. kind of shit, but he, like, you can tell he really cares. He about tried. Like, that's probably my favorite performance in the last 10, 15 years from Depp. So, um, yeah, I think this is great casting. I just wish that Jude Law had someone else to kind of go up against when it's Grinwald. You know, is that right. his name? Grinwald? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I just wish that he had someone else to go up against that was a. Uh, uh, Grindelwald, my bad, Grindelwald. So, um, but yeah, Jude Law's great. I think he's gonna fit this pretty well. So, um, any other comments? Kudos, WB. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> All right, for months now we've been talking about who would play Cable in Deadpool Two. Um, it turns out it wasn't Stephen Lang, it wasn't Kyle Chandler, it wasn't Michael Shan uh, Shannon, it wasn't Liam Neeson, it <laughs> wasn't Pierce Brosnan. Okay, it wasn't Dolph Lundgren. It wasn't no. Dolph Lundgren. It was. <laughs> Josh Brolin. <laughs> Josh Brolin. Thanos. What do you guys think? It was Thanos. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? I I don't know. I am not optimistic about it. I was optimistic about um, him playing a badass, like fighting role, uh, kind of hardcore guy and old uh, old boy, oh and he like fucked it up. He was awful. <laughs> that movie shouldn't have been um, made. I don't, that's not totally yeah, his fault. Not totally his fault. But he wasn't good in it no, either. No. Um, he, didn't, so, he didn't help it. And so I don't know. I don't know if I see him as tough enough to play Cable. Really? Well, see, you know, I, and I don't necessarily see Cable as this big, tough, badass, like, all the time. He's just very stonewalled, and he's definitely got a stone yeah. face. Um, I mean, watch No Country for Old Men. If he plays it very much like he played Llewellyn Moss, then I, I, I like that, because there is that bit of dry humor in him. And he is funny. In comedies that he's done, he can pull off the humor bits, um, and I don't think Cable's going to be, you know, the laugh out loud guy. He's going to be the straight man, obviously. And, and I think Brolin can pull that off really well. Um, not exactly who I thought they were going to go with. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it, it, especially with him already having a very prominent character in the Marvel universe as Thanos. I mean, yeah, it's not directly Josh Brolin's face, but he's doing all the yeah. mocap and stuff. And he has a very it. distinctive and, voice. And it's, yes. Yeah. Um, so... He he does have a cableish look to him. Yeah. You put him in white hair. He's, he's well, a, a lot he's of these guys do. Guy. I mean, everybody from you know Kyle Chandler. I mean, Kyle Chandler, Stephen Lang, Liam Neeson. I think all of them you know could mm -hmm. fit that. But Pierce Brosnan was a little outside yeah. the the box. Yeah, I think that would have been fun too. Would've been, yeah, I would have liked it. It would have been inspiring. You know, inspired casting. Uh, my only problem with this, I think Josh Brolin will nail it. I think it'll be. I think he'll be great. But I think it's a missed opportunity. You know, like. He's already in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, he's Thanos, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I don't know. I look at it as 
You know, like, let let him just do that, and let's get some of these other guys that you know aren't playing in this sandbox. That's that's right. my thing. I think I think Josh Brolin will be great, but I don't want him to do that. You know, hey, Vin Diesel. I've always supported the idea of Vin Diesel going from Groot and maybe coming back later and he being says an inhuman. One fucking word. He know? says one word. So yeah, even though his voice is distinctive, you can't really tell that's Vin Diesel. You know, maybe in bits and pieces, but yeah. uh, I that's something I would support. But when it's uh, Josh Brolin. His voice is so distinctive that I would have rather of them just let, you know, Pierce Brosnan. That's inspired Kyle Chandler. Um, I really was supporting Stephen Lang. I wish mm-hmm. they would have went there. So even though I think um, he will know it, it's just something I, I wish they would have done uh, differently. Yeah, I was starting to get in on uh, David Harbour, the guy from Stranger Things that they mm-hmm. had come yeah. to green test. Yeah, that would have been and an I, awesome I, I, And I think mostly it's because I, I do think Fox is going to be doing an X-Force series of movies here, and I was hoping they would go with someone that... They could put at the forefront of that. I don't know if Josh Brolin's going to head up an X Force sort yeah. of thing. And you know, you think they'll use this to break the fourth wall? Of course, because that's that's the Deadpool. Yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. something that in, we when we. This I don't know on, the rules there and yeah. what how much they can well, say. Is, this is on AV. Yeah, I mean because it's they don't own the rights to Thanos, so they can't say Thanos. I mean. <laughs> But they can definitely allude to it like they did Green Lantern. And they will, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they you know, will. So maybe, maybe that's the inside joke. Maybe they wanted to be kind of meta with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, I wish they would have cast someone else, but I think he'll do fine. Yeah, I, I, think I'll, I think I'll enjoy him for Deadpool 2, and I, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So let's talk about Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. <laughs> so Dolph Lundgren will star in Aquaman. He will be... Um, in the film as a king who thinks he has rights to Aquaman's wife and wants to kill him. <laughs> Sounds Dolph like a good Lundgren. character. Dolph yeah. Lundgren, let him yeah. take the wife. Yeah. Don't fuck with him. I don't care if you're Jason Momoa. What do you, do you, are I, you a fan of the of the Dolph? Yeah, I am. You know, I... I uh, he was my like one of my first for a cable, man. I think that would have been fun. Yeah, it would have been yeah. fun casting. I, You know... It, it has to be the right role for Dolph, and this sounds like like it is. You know, I don't want to see him in everything, but um, I think that they've they're clearly trying to get some humor into the DC universe, and I think that uh, with with what we've seen of Aquaman so far with Jason Momoa and and, and with Dolph, I th- I think I think it'll be good. Um, I I'm optimistic about it. Uh, I'm not overly familiar with the character, so yeah, I, it's kind of hard for me to, to place it to, to know if it, it's right or not. Um, not. I'm not a big Aquaman fan, so I, I don't really know this character. I know I like Lundgren. I know he's got like one of the coolest fucking stories ever, where those people tried to rob his house yeah. and they were trying to kid, they, like tie up his wife and kids, and then they saw a picture of Dolph Lundgren on the wall, <laughs> and they were like, this. they were like, what's that about? And they're like, that's my husband. And they were like, oh shit, and they put everything yeah. back in the house, untied the kid, the kid and the wife, and just fucking left. Yeah, because not even fucking criminals in Sweden <laughs> want to fuck with Dolph Lundgren. No shit. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren is completely underrated. Like I've loved Dolph Lundgren since you know fuck what Rocky, Rocky Four. You know, the and best uh, Rocky. and this guy stays busy too. Like the guy's a genius for one. He, no, and literally, literally, he's a, a nuclear genius. physicist. Yeah, exactly. And uh, on top of that, like he's he's directed most of his straight to video stuff. You know, mm-hmm. this guy knows how to, to make a movie too. But I've always thought this guy's underrated. I wanted that's why I wanted to see him cast as Cable. I wanted to see him as that supporting role where he actually gets to to do some things. And I don't think he's gonna be able to do that in Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you got Patrick Wilson as as one of the, the main leads. You know, in yeah. this and next to Jason Momoa. Yeah. Um, and that's not even the actor who's playing Black Manta. 
which yeah. is the main villain. So if um, I'm excited about seeing Dolph Lundgren on screen, I just don't think we're going to see much of him. I think it's going to no, be a, so. a very small part kind of in the background. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm excited about that news. I think that's pretty cool that they're reaching out to uh, someone like Dolph Lundgren to, to fill that background. Absolutely. So um, let's talk about Edgar Wright. Yes. Uh, Edgar Wright is prepping his follow-up to Baby Driver. Um, it is an adaptation of Andrew Smith's novel Grasshopper Summer. Have you guys heard about this? Mm-hmm. I, I have heard the news. I don't know anything about Grasshopper Summer. Okay, so this is, this is, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. So the story of Grasshopper Summer is about youngsters that fall in love, the apocalypse, and giant praying mantises. What do you, <laughs> what do you think of this? I'll give it a shot. You know <laughs> what? It, it kind of seems a little Cloverfield-esque to me. Uh-huh. And I i mean, it's been years since, since that movie came out. But I remember going into that movie thinking, what the hell is this? And it was pretty good. So, you know, maybe... Maybe this will be the same thing. I, I will always 100% put my faith in Edgar Wright. I, there's not a movie of his that I don't like, that I don't, that I don't love. I love everything really? Edgar Wright puts out. Um, he should have directed Ant-Man. But, uh, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't care. Whatever the fuck he wants to do, I, I will go buy a ticket to it. I am super pumped for Baby Driver. It's one of my top three most yeah. anticipated movies of this year. Um, so yeah, that'll be one of my most anticipated movies whenever that actually comes out. Yeah, I'm curious too if uh, everyone connects with Baby Driver, um, like we think they will. Um, the actor's name is Ansel Elgort, Elgort I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if he's if he's going to cast him to be in this movie because it's about youngsters that fall right. in love and the apocalypse with praying mantises. So I don't know if maybe he has this good connection with this kid. Maybe he yeah. will recast him. Um, at first, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, but uh, kind of like with what you said, Kyle, it's like, um, I'm not, like, I love Edgar Wright. I like the idea of Edgar Wright just being a geek and mm-hmm. making geeky stuff. Um, I think some of his films are a little overrated, but for the most part, I really like Edgar Wright. So, um, until he, but he's never completely, um, he fucked me, you know, he's always made something interesting, you know, mm-hmm. even if I'm not like a hundred percent with his movie. I love the idea that he made what he wanted to make, you know? And, and each film yep. that he puts is out unique. is a totally different movie from mm-hmm. the last yeah. film we put out. And a lot of those movies, too, that um, I'll go back and I'll rewatch, and like on the second or third or fourth viewing, um, they just get better, too. Mm-hmm. I think they're layered, and uh, he's definitely one of our, our most talented artists, right? You know, right now. Absolutely. So, sure. Um, yeah. I say, yeah, if you can, this movie sounds weird, but hell, you know, um, I think sometimes. You know, you can make that work, and it'd be one of the best movies. You know, an instant classic. You yeah. know, so will it be? I don't know, but probably um, be a cult classic, like every movie. Exactly. He does. Exactly. So because um, everyone's like, I don't want to fucking watch that, and then a year after it's out, like, oh shit, that's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since his name's attached, I'll give it a go. Um, so this past week marked the tenth anniversary of the double feature Grindhouse from Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. What do you guys think of the double feature? Did you guys watch it in the theater when it came out? I did not. No. I did. I went to the Monticello Drive-In. Whoa, <laughs> look at you. That's nice. I think that that's fun. You know, I I think Quentin Tarantino, like, um, gets a little bit into himself and oh. into his, um, you know, concept of what film is and what it should be. But it is a throwback. And, um, I th- you know, it's, it's not a movie I'm going to watch every weekend. Uh, or a, d- a double feature I'm going to watch every <laughs> yeah. weekend. Um, but it's worth it's worth a go. Yeah. Um, it's a great movie to pop in with some yeah. guys. Like, we just did a, uh, I think we had the uh, projector set up in here, and we watched Grindhouse, and it was a fun party movie where we were all just drinking some beers and watching Grindhouse. Um, but yeah, I watched it at the theater with Josh Collard. 
um, in 2007. Yeah, so that was that was a fun time to be there for the double bill, mm-hmm. you know, and see with the fake commercials. It was a cool event that I'm glad I was a part of. Um, for me, you know, like I think at the time I liked Planet Terror better. You know, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge Tarantino fan. Mm-hmm. I think his, his earlier stuff's better than his newer stuff, um, which is unfortunate. But um, I uh, I think now I've watched Death Proof so many times and kind of broke it down that I think Death Proof's the one that I like the most now out of that double feature. What's your favorite? I would go with Death Proof as well. Would you? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I like Planet Terror a lot more. Actually, Death Proof is one of my least favorite Quentin Tarantino really? movies oh, really? of all time. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big Death Proof fan at all. That's that's just me. Yeah, you know what? Something um, I sometimes I can call it, sometimes I can't. But uh, when Grindhouse came out, I was like, man, this is gonna take like wildfire. And you know, they had the Thanksgiving trailer, they had the Don't trailer, which I think was directed by Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted. Do you guys remember the Don't trailer, Mm-mm. where it was like the haunted house? Do you guys remember I, that? I, I, know, I, I never got to see it. Oh, I didn't could, see it in theater. So I'm gonna post that tonight on AV since it was like the 10 year uh, anniversary. Yeah. But the Don't trailer is great. It has. Um, you know, most of Edgar Wright's cast and they're in the background doing crazy shit, but it's like, don't go into that house. Oh, don't yeah. answer the phone. <laughs> don't do this. Don't go around the don't, 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 you know. Awesome fun trailer. I always wanted that. Um uh, and then Thanksgiving. It was Eli Roth, right? I always wanted uh, Thanksgiving and um and then another Eli one. Eli Roth was wanted to make that too. Yeah. Like, he's tried to get mm-hmm. it pushed through and, and that can't cost that fucking much to make. And I don't know why <laughs> I can't watch Thanksgiving. That movie yeah. looks insane. I want to watch Thanksgiving. Um, I used to have a shirt with the knife inside the turkey, you know? Um, I thought that was a brilliant idea. It, it can't cost that fucking much. No. And another one was uh, Werewolf Women of the SSR uh, mm-hmm. with Nicolas Cage. And one of my favorite things on this... Rob Zombie, right? Rob Zombie. Yeah. One of my favorite things on this planet is crazy Nicolas Cage, mm. okay? <laughs> if you can give me Nicolas Cage with a Fu Manchu saying, This is my mecca! I'm there on day one, okay? <laughs> that is fucking insane. Uh, but yeah, I just don't know why it didn't take because I said, even though, even if it didn't take like, you know, uh, with most viewers where you know, you're going to get a, huge, a bigger budget, which I don't even think you should have with a grindhouse movie. Right. Um, but I figured it would at least go cause, um, hobo with a shotgun, which wasn't a part of the grindhouse thing. Yeah. I don't think completely connected. I think there was a, a, it was just a short video that was on the internet and exploded. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that exploded, you know, and a couple of the movies like that. And I was really surprised that we didn't at least get Grindhouse, Jeff Fahey, Michael Bain movies, Michael Bean movies, like straight to video, straight to DVD with the the, the Grindhouse title, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know why that never took off because that seems like a, a million dollar idea where you just like every couple weeks you just go and you're like, let's get uh, a fucking name your actor that you haven't seen for a while, Jeff Fahey in a fucking, you know, in space <laughs> doing something. <laughs> I would pay to watch that, man. I, I think you answered your question uh, saying, I don't know why, but it sounds like a million dollar idea. Yeah, because it made about a million dollars and that was it. <laughs> yeah, and that's what, but they went expensive too. Like I, I don't have the, uh, the information in front of me, but man, that double feature to yeah. make a grindhouse they paid a lot of money to make those movies look that cheap. And then I'm like, but then you look at Hobo with a Shotgun, that movie was made with quarters, you know, and, you know, it blew up. So Mm -hmm. I'm really surprised. Like, Rutger Hauer, I would go watch a Rutger Hauer straight to DVD sequels to Hobo with a Shotgun all fucking day, you know? Throw Jeff Fahey in it as the villain, you know? You just want Jeff Fahey. Oh, dude, Jeff Jeff Fahey. I always said Jeff Fahey's my movie dad. You were on a Jeff Fahey kick for some reason. Mm. I think I that's maybe the reason is that like, and that's a Quentin Tarantino thing. He like will spend a lot of money to make it look like he didn't spend a lot of money, and there's just like some kind of 
um, you know, disconnect there, especially yeah. with those movies. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like Evil Dead. Obviously, that had no money, and it's great. Yeah. Um, and he's always trying to, like, capture yeah. that kind of... Well, look at Machete. Mach- yeah. They made Machete, Machete, and I thought Machete was the best out of... Actually, if I had to break them down between Death Proof, Machete, and uh, Planet Terror, I would go Machete 1. You know, Machete 2, mm-hmm. I think, they went a little bit uh-huh. too crazy with Machete 2. Well, it's not... I mean, they're doing Machete in space for the third one, so that's not crazy <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, but I'm not... I'm like... I don't know. It was just too much crammed into Machete 2. I don't know if you yeah. guys agree with that, but... Oh, uh, but I love Machete 1, you know? Uh, but yeah, I, I miss the Grindhouse movies. I wish that somehow they would come back and we could get some Haunted House ones or something, But um, or at least get my Thanksgiving. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that ship has sailed for the moment, so we'll see if it comes back around to us. Um, let's talk about um, some Stallone, guys. Mm-hmm. Stallone is currently filming Escape Plan 2, and the business suits have decided to green light Escape Plan 3 <laughs> already. <laughs> have you guys heard about this? Who watched Escape Plan 1? No, man. The, the gimmick was with because of a Schwarzenegger, it was Schwarzenegger. and Stallone, yeah. right? And everybody, I went to go see it. I love Schwarzenegger in Escape You Plan. saw it? Was it? Did you do you remember anything about no, it? I, <laughs> do you I remember thought, any other people in the theater? <laughs> I, I enjoyed my time in the theater because I mean it was fun to see my two of my heroes chatting, doing their things while they're in prison. That was a fun time for me. But at the end of the day, I don't care. And right. ex, Escape Plan Two doesn't even have Schwarzenegger in it. You know, so I don't know if they're going to try to circle back around with Escape Plan 3, bring him back. Weirder things have happened. Maybe they, I think Dave Batista is in Escape Plan 2, and I like Dave Batista on screen. So I, I don't know what to think of this, though, man. Like, Escape Plan 2, 3, 4, 5, that sounds like what I was just talking about with Grindhouse. It seems like that right there, you would get your first one with <laughs> Stallone and Schwarzenegger, uh-huh. and then the rest of the Escape Plan series would be straight to video yeah. with Jeff Faye. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, get off the Jeff Fahey kick. No, it's like Jeff Fahey and Danny Danny Trejo in prison together, you know what I'm saying? Scott Atkins. But yeah, it just surprised the hell out of me. Do you guys give a shit about this? No. It kind of seems... No. 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 It kind of seems like they're they're like, oh shit, the Expendables is almost over. We gotta get a new Expendables. So maybe Jason Statham can get a job at... He could just end up in the fifth and sixth installments of every series. I, I don't know why he's wasting his time with this. Like, I'd rather watch a fucking another Demolition Man or another Cliffhanger when, than I would Escape Plan. Yeah, show me Rocky in Heaven. I don't care. <laughs> shit. Keep the keep a good series going. Don't keep stringing along Escape Plan. You know that brings something up though. Have you guys even heard anything about when the next Creed movie is gonna yeah. start going? No, no, I haven't heard any buzz yeah. about it at all. But, Everybody kind of exploded after that came out, but. Well, we'll talk about the girl, um, and then yeah. you know Ryan Coogler just like fucking skyrocketed and yeah. he's doing Black Panther shit now. Did so. you guys like Demolition Man at all? It's okay. It's got yeah. it's got its moments. Yeah, it's, it's a weird. Taco it's a fun. Be- it's a long fucking Taco Bell commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun '90s movie with snipes and stuff. But I I looked at some. I actually posted it this week. Um, I think yesterday there was some art that someone did where it was like Demolition Man 2. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that'd be a cool world to explore, you know. Um, I don't know if you'd bring Snipes back or what, but I think it was a fun kind of futuristic, you know, setting. We're actually going to be doing a Versus soon where we're going to do Demolition Man versus Running Man. So Schwarzenegger versus Stallone, both future cops, mm-hmm. you know, what do you, who yeah. do you think would win? Time Cop. You think? It's going to come out of nowhere and win. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> I'd have to rewatch. I think Running Man would win for me, but 
Maybe not. I do love that Demolition Man pinball machine, so I might have to. <laughs> no. no, I think Running Man would have been that in a yeah. landslide. Think so? I think I think Demolition Man's fun to watch, but it's like campy fun. Like I think not my, good. It's just it's enjoyable for what it is. Yeah, I think my run, my what the fuck would probably be the seashells though. You know, that's always what the, the what seashells. The, yeah, remember the the seashells? That's how you wipe your ass in the future. Oh yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> how can you forget that? Uh huh. <laughs> but it looks like uh, Stallone is actually suing Warner Brothers over Demolition Man. Did you guys yeah. hear about that? I did. Yeah. I did hear about that. Yeah, saying he is owed millions and the accounting was screwed. He wants clarity on the profits made from that film back in the day. Twenty five, thirty years ago. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Stallone, get off it. Move on to something else. <laughs> yeah, like Creed sequel. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Go make your money off a of Creed sequel. Yeah. All right. So you know how earlier we were talking about that crazy uh, fucking Mantis movie with Edgar Wright, nope, Apocalypse. Forgot already. Forgot already. <laughs> you forgot about that one, right? So now I'm going to give you this one. Now this isn't directed by Edgar Wright, okay? But it this should sounds, be. But I don't care what it is. It, it should. should be. No. Listen to this plot. I wish this was directed by Edgar Wright. See, you know how we have that faith though in Edgar Wright, and we're like, okay, show me what you got. Sure. This one here is a movie titled "The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then Bigfoot." I'm sold. <laughs> I don't care who directs it. It stars Sam Elliott. Huh. Isn't that badass? As Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> so check this out. The story follows a legendary American war veteran named Calvin Bear, um, Sam Elliott, who uh, decades after serving in World War II and assassinating Hitler must now hunt down the fabled Bigfoot. Leaving a, living a peaceful life in New England, the former veteran is contacted by the FBI and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police a mounted police to lead the charge as the creature is carrying a deadly plague and is hidden deep inside the Canadian wilderness. Gotcha. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have another? <laughs> I want to see five of those. How, how, is there the only, how is there only one Sam Elliott Bigfoot movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, that one right there, uh, that could go either way. That might be the biggest piece could of shit. Could be bad or it could be really bad. No, <laughs> it's so bad it's good. <laughs> it, it, it's like like rubber. Like it's not a good movie. We're like I'm fascinated by this. Like I think that's exactly I what want, that's gonna. I be I want like. Sam Elliott to look just like he does in the opening of like Big Lebowski, uh-huh. just with that fucking hat on, talking about fucking killing Hitler. I don't yeah. even. I don't even. Wanna, I don't even want a scene. I don't even want the World War II scene. I just want him talking at the it's bar. Just him at a bar, drunk, talking, talking about, about how he killed it. Hitler. Well, dude, I had a uh, my. My cousin's, who was my cousin's grandpa, said he 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 would sit down. He would tell us these fucking stories from fucking World uh, World War Two, and he told us that he was a what was it? He was a sniper, and he was gonna take out Hitler. Right? He had him in his sights, and we're like all kids and stuff. We're sitting here like, oh my god, we're like teenagers, right? Yeah. Like, oh, this is badass. He goes, and his story sounds so fucking real though, because he goes, I had Hitler in my sights, right? But he had Alzheimer's and he would, but you never know with someone like that, right? He goes, I had Hitler in my sights, kids, and I had him in the scope, and I was like, I was going to take him out, but he was drinking beer and he was playing cards. Right? And I go, I couldn't take out a guy like that. So I put down my rifle and I met up with him and we drank beer and played cards all night. And he goes, You know what? He wasn't that bad of a guy. <laughs> and I'm like, as a, as a teen, I'm like, Holy shit. I was talking to my cousin, I think Wayne, you know, I was like, God damn, you think that shit's true? It's so, it's so fucking crazy. You know, I'm like, Man, this guy actually fucking played cards with Hitler. 
Hell of a card yeah. player. Hell of a <laughs> killer known for his card playing. I could have killed that bastard, Bridge. but goddamn. <laughs> My gambling habits. <laughs> so I don't know who this is directed by. I don't know if it's going straight to video or if it's going to get a theatrical run. Oh, that's going to be the biggest movie in Norway of In all Walmart time. <laughs> on a Tuesday night. <laughs> That, oh man, can you imagine if, the if it's in that five dollars and fifty cent bin? I'm picking up two copies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, the moment we've been waiting for. Oh, uh, the first trailer for Taika Waititi's Thor Ragnarok is here uh, with a combined viewing uh, total of 136 million. Uh, it claims the title of most viewed Disney trailer um, in its first 24 hours. Shit, was it everything you wanted it to be? It looks like a pile of dog shit to me. <laughs> I, it looks like everything I hate about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. A lot of flashy stuff, no substance. I could go see a fireworks show for a lot cheaper and get the same kind of thrill. Um, on the good side, the makeup artists, the costumes look fantastic. That'd be my only plus. <laughs> well, shit. I fucking <laughs> love this trailer. Um... I love Hella. Kate Blanchett looks like she's going to be doing some fucking amazing shit in this movie. Like, I feel like Marvel's really sucked with its villains. Loki's been its one, like, mainstay where people, like, can mostly agree that Loki's pretty great. I think Hella's going to be a notch above fucking Loki. Uh, she, lo- she looks awesome. Hella's just a fucking force to begin with. Um, I think everyone looked pretty fucking cool. Watching her destroy Mjolnir was fucking great, too. Yeah. Um, the the use of Led Zeppelin's immigrant song, I don't I don't know why, but that just like really fucking amped me up while I'm watching this. Uh, I, I love the Ragnarok storyline, and that's why that's why it looks all '80s. People, Jesus fucking Christ, people are shitting all over it because it's got an '80s feel to it. Yeah, the Ragnarok story comes from the 1980s, yeah. and that's what Taika Waititi's kind of trying to fucking harbor back to. I like um, that aesthetic though. I think it, I think it looks. Cool. I like it, and people are like, oh, you know, it's. I, I I called it as Guardians of the Galaxy because oh. yes, it has a Guardians of the Galaxy feel. Guess what? It's their most popular movie. It's their best movie. Why not fucking take some shit from it? Yeah. Um, and Taika Waititi is is creative enough and so different as a director than people like James Gunn. Like it's it's gonna stand yeah. out different. And it's not gonna be just a fucking copy of Guardians. Uh, fuck. What I mean, Hulk is. Other than Deadpool, Hulk is my guy, and Planet Hulk is one of my favorite storylines of all time. I don't think we're going to get a great Planet Hulk story out of it, but we still get that fucking awesome fucking head-to-head combat between Thor and, and Hulk. Fuck, I, I loved it. This, this, is, this is the most geeked I've been for a Marvel movie really? after a trailer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I will say that um, I do understand some of people's concerns, mm-hmm. especially when you come off Thor 1, Thor 2, and this... Man, this looks like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know. Um, but uh, something to note, though, like the this is I think Asgard is going to look like Asgard. The most of the trailer that we see here um, is set, and I don't know. I think you call it Sekar, Sakar, mm-hmm. uh, wherever that location is. That's just what they look like. They yeah. have the ships. They that's they, they're very colorful people, like the Collector, like Jeff Goldblum. Um, so I think a lot of people are afraid that's what the whole fucking movie's going to look like. I don't think it's so. just that location, you know. Um, so we're going to have some shit on. Earth, because they have to bring Odin back. Because yeah, Hell, yeah. Hell is destroying Asgard. Yeah. Like it, she's gonna fucking destroy the entire place, and they gotta go find Odin, who's 
been banished by Loki, I guess. He's probably wandering around with some fucking homeless dude. Maybe and they can yeah. find Natalie Portman. I thought, <laughs> and the music choice, I tell you what, um, I would I would suggest if some people had problems with the music to watch it a couple more times. Um, I was one of the people that had, uh, if I had a complaint, it was the music. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, man, this is, I didn't know understand what they were doing. It was just, it was just so different compared to what I what I know of Thor. Yeah. And But after I, I've watched this trailer at least ten times, you know, and uh, now... I hear that music and I'm pumped for a Thor movie. It's really grown on me. Um, but yeah, yeah, the uh, the costumes look great. You know, Loki's um, Loki's new like headpiece isn't the yeah, whole and, fucking helmet. It's just that like kind of visor with the fucking. Well, horns fuck on. even um, awesome. Thor. You know, I love seeing Thor with a helmet. You know, there's been mm-hmm. a, a lot of um, backlash uh, where people are like, he never has a helmet on in any of his movies, and I agree with that. I'm one of those people. It's like, let's get him in his fucking helmet. You know, and it's just cool to see him in a helmet. Uh, but I tell you what. When I was kind of, you know, because there are some visuals, mm-hmm. you know, Jeremy, uh, there's some visuals in this that, you know, where it shows Scourge with the machine guns, and I didn't even know that was Carl Urban first mm-hmm. go around. Um, and there's there's some issues I have with just how that scene looks there, um, but I guess he looks like, you know, I don't have any, I'm not familiar with Scourge at all, but I guess uh, he looks like he's supposed to look straight yeah. out of the comics. I know um, we had a lot of people like complaining, like, oh, it's just some dude with fucking guns, and it's like, yeah, he's, he's an actual character. Like, yeah. that that <laughs> shot looked exactly like the fucking comic panel. Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you freaking out about? Exactly, and it, and it does look wild. It does look crazy, and uh, Taika Waititi's one of those guys that either, I have a feeling he's going to make something that is going to stand in the top three Marvel movies ever made, or this movie could shit the bed. I because he's taken so many liberties and having a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm going to go towards the other side. I think that it's going to be um, a memorable film. But, uh, yeah, he's taking, he's doing a lot of different things with it. So we'll see how it clicks. But um, Jeff Goldblum was great to see see him. Um, Hella, she looks awesome. I forgot, and I totally forgot that Kate Blanchett was in this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, man. Even when you first see her, like, it doesn't quite look like her. You're just like, oh, who's well, this? Like, yeah, it was like, who's, who's this new, who's young, this beautiful sexy? lady on the scene? Who's this little sexy? Oh, Kate Blanchett, the, yeah. one of the greatest that actors of all time. That fucking eyeshadow, man. Goddamn. I think the costume and makeup design. Will be nominated for sure. I mean, just from oh, the trailer. Um, and the thing with the horns. That or whatever, looks, I mean, that, that looks. looks shit. I, the visuals were really cool. I just don't know if I'm going to walk out of that theater like feeling anything different yeah. than I did when I walked in. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a, definitely some concerns, but um, at the, for the most part, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Just because I can separate that. I think a lot of people are having issue with how crazy it's looking. You know, yeah. but um, I I totally understand people's concerns, um, but. I, I'm a big Taika Waititi fan, and so I'm, again, like with Edgar Wright, I'm putting my trust in him. Yeah. Like, yeah. I will go in with my trust, because what we do in the shadows is fucking fantastic. I liked Hunt for the Wilder People a lot yeah, more yeah, than you seem yeah. to, but... But I love, uh, yeah, uh, the one that you said just now. Yeah, um, uh, what, what we, we do in the shadows, shadows is great, so... Um, and, and the, again, all strikingly different yeah. movies. And I'm very, a huge very Edgar Wright of the Concords fan. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put my faith in him. Um, and again, I had a lot of fun with this trailer. Every time I watch it, though, I have a geek-out smile on my face when it gets to the... Uh, he goes, the Incredible! And then he, he goes... He goes Yes! Yeah! I'm just like, fucking A, man. I get a huge smile on my face when that happens. Um, the only scene I think that I didn't care for, other than that that Scourge scene, because just kind of looked out of place, like I was watching a completely different movie, um, was, I love Loki, I love Tom Hiddleston, but that one scene, it's just slow motion, going with the music with him flipping his flipping the knives? knives. I thought that looked cool, because his new, his new headpiece looks yeah. fucking great. It, I thought and looked, just flipping the knives, he looked like a, just a total fucking badass. Really? I thought it looked very, very Zack Snyder-esque. You know, where it's like, here's my 
you know, moment. And it's like Tom Hiddleston doesn't need that because Tom Hiddleston's so badass. I was just like, oh, what, what are we doing here? But I'm sure in context, it, it'll probably be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, just something that I was like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Um, any more comments from you, Thor hater? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's not a Thor hater, just a Marvel hater in general. And you know what? I, I know it's going to serve the story, so I'm not going to bitch about this at all, but um, I like Thor with long hair. <laughs> so I, I know it's going to be in this story. I, mean, I it's, know it's, there's yeah. a reason. It's, it's unworthy, it's the unworthy uh, Thor. When he loses Mjolnir in, in the story, he loses his hair, too, because the yeah. hair is kind of... He's yeah, not like exactly. Samson I, or anything. It just sucks like, that i got to watch Thor without long hair, goddammit. <laughs> but hey, it's going to serve the story. I'm cool with it. And hey, I think Kyle and I both... Um, we will both call this movie out if, if oh it, if I absolutely done, will you know like and and that's my my worry is that I'm <laughs> a little too hyped on it and it might end up biting me in the ass. Um, is this so, your most pumped um, that you offer a Marvel movie? It, it has been this year? all year. Um, even even with Guardians two, Homecoming. I like. I'm a big Hulk fan. I love Planet Hulk. I love I love the Ragnarok storyline, and so I was and, and Taika Waititi again, like all those elements coming together. I was most excited for this once they announced it. Like as soon as that word Ragnarok came into play, I was like, "Fuck yes, yeah. I'm ready for a great fucking Thor story." Because Thor one and two, they've been okay to me. Yeah, it's you. Uh, did you say that you were pumped about Spider Man? Um, no, no. Okay, I, that's what it was. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it looks good, but like I said, I, in my lifetime, I don't need three Spider-Mans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying, I think yours is Guardians of the Galaxy, then if you have to pick one? Uh, for the Marvel side, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool have been my favorite. I mean, the everybody loves an origin story, so the origin stories have been uh, fine, but the for me, the um, you know the ensemble pieces from them have not been up to par for me. So Okay. Um, let's talk about a trailer that completely surprised the hell out of me. I didn't even know this movie existed. I didn't even know it was coming out. It was not even on my radar. It just came out of nowhere. Um, did you guys watch the Red Band trailer for um, The Hitman's Bodyguard starring Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson? What are your, what's your thoughts on that? I love that they used that... Um... I will always love you. Song I know. Thing I was like cracking Seems like a up. Very the whole Deadpool time. thing to do, though, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> um, I think it looks funny. I mean, it, obviously, this is not an Oscar-nominated yeah, yeah, yeah. film, but I haven't been this excited for like kind of a buddy cop thing since like Rush Hour Two. Yeah. So, what's um, What's the story? Is it like Samuel Jackson's the hitman? No, I I believe that Ryan uh, Reynolds is the hitman, right? I don't think so. I'm not sure. Bodyguard. One of them is a hitman. I think Ryan Reynolds is a bodyguard. Be... I don't even motherfucking for... care. <laughs> I think Ryan Reynolds is like a hired bodyguard for Samuel L. Jackson, who is a hitman. Huh. Yeah, it's it like I was like having a hard time who following knows? the plot, but I was laughing my ass <laughs> off during the entire yeah, trailer. I I, ho- I just hope it's not one of those trailers where we get all the big laugh moments yeah. in the trailer yeah. and then eh. I will go to this just for the motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anybody ever that could say motherfucker better than Samuel Jackson? Mm. Like he's he must he's coins that right. He might as well coin that because that is like perfect coming out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. I just I feel like in this movie from the trailer they were probably just like they gave him regular lines and then they were like ad lib whatever you want. <laughs> like uh, we just hired Samuel Jackson, so we need a rewrite. Just write motherfucker in it at least on every page. Yeah, I hope it's a good action movie. On top of that, like we don't yeah. get it. We don't get too much action. It a looked lot, like there was some good action. Yeah, a lot of it's just him screaming motherfucker, like tick tock motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's like what did he say? Ryan Reynolds goes. 
something about him saying motherfucker he, all yeah, the time. He said motherfucker so much, it like makes it lose meaning or something. <laughs> like. Yeah. But there was that real weird scene, though, where Samuel Jackson just jumps off the fucking roof. <laughs> that was great. That he was, was like, my that? hardest laugh for really? me. Really? He, he's like, oh. I'm going to jump into that dumpster. He's like, don't jump in the dumpster. And he just fucking jumps and, and smacks his the side of the other building and just hits scaffolding and is just falling all the way down. I, yeah. I was fucking. You know, one of my big movie rules, rules for myself is uh, consequences for your actions. I'm like, yeah. Samuel Jackson's fucking dead now. <laughs> he better die after that fucking scene. He's like, what, 70? He's not gonna sure. live from that shit. You know uh, that. He's Samuel Jackson. Yeah, fuck. But no, I, I love the fact that it looks like they just made a movie around the word motherfucker. <laughs> I'm okay I'm com- with that. I'm completely down with that. Someone, someone was listening to the bodyguard, watching the bodyguard, and just like, <laughs> it'd be great if Kevin Costner just said motherfucker a lot. <laughs> or if Whitney Houston said motherfucker a lot. Oh, yeah, it would. I hope they try to make it a sequel to the bodyguard. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, man. Um, and I guess this also stars Gary Oldman and Salma Haig. Do you guys know that? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, so but I'm just, more in now. Yeah, isn't that awesome? <laughs> Yeah, give so me, give me like wild fucking Leon the professional Gary Oldman in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you guys if you if you saw them in the trailer because I didn't see them in the no, trailer. Not, no. I didn't at all. Huh? I didn't think there was anybody but Samuel L. Jackson around yeah. <laughs> in the trailer. I thought it was a two person <laughs> movie. Yeah, no shit. Oh man, so let's do um, Catherine Bigelow's Detroit trailer. Um, it's the true story of the 1967 Detroit riots. What'd you guys think of this? It looks pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, Another one that kind of surprised yeah. me. I heard of this one, but yeah, yeah it totally took me um, off guard, which it shouldn't because I like uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Um, Hurt Locker was my favorite movie that year, I think. So Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah prefacing it with, with Catherine Bigelow, like the only woman to win an Oscar for Best Director. Like she, yeah. she knows how to do her shit. She knows how to tell a story and really get you emotionally invested in characters. And this is a very emotion-driven fucking story. Um, you know, John Boyega looks like he's gonna be fucking a powerhouse in this. Um, a couple, couple of great like young up and coming actors. Uh, I think it's all Anthony Mackie in there. Yeah, Anthony Mackie, um, guy who plays Easy E and in, in uh, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, I guess John Krasinski's in it as well. Yeah, so. and then that uh, the fucking young kid from Meet the Millers. Yeah, uh, yeah Will Poulter, which yeah. he looks kind of menacing in this. Yeah, I think yeah. that's kind of his his thing. Yeah. He sees this fucking, I guess he's a detective or something who goes a little too fucking far and sets yeah. this shit off. I think it's the right time for a movie like this. I yeah, think. definitely. Unfortunately, um, it comes off very yeah. contemporary, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much staying power it'll have, if it'll be more impactful, you know, 10 years from now or less impactful. Yeah. But um, kind of like Zero Dark Thirty, like, I think they released that right at the right the right time. Well, look I at think, Straight Outta Compton. I think yeah. Straight Outta Compton was released at the right time too mm-hmm. when it comes to police and, and just, uh, you know, what we were dealing in America there, you know. So I think this looks to be incredibly you know relevant you know yeah. unfortunately but um there's just something about the, the scope of this too like everything there's there were scenes in this this trailer that um i couldn't separate the the real news footage from some of the action you know like mm-hmm. it, it looks like it's gonna be a great kind of you know period piece you know uh, Catherine bigelow yeah she's got she's got me in the seat already yeah, yeah i think this looks great this is not like my typical kind of movie yeah. but it doesn't look like anybody's phoning it in. I mean, John Boyega looks yeah. awesome in this, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. He's he's bringing it. He's gonna have a great year. I think he's in the Circle this year. He's in yeah. uh, the Last Jedi and then uh, Detroit. So and and I'm I'm so happy about this one because um, I've shared this a couple times too. But uh, I went to watch Attack the Block in the theater. One it had one show. Okay, <laughs> at it where it was like out one weekend at Eastside Nine. 
And I got a hold of Ryan. I was like, dude, we got to go see this. We got to go see this. And we went to go watch Attack the Block. Only fucking people in the theater. Okay? We watch it and we're like, oh my God, why isn't this theater full? Yeah. And uh, I was talking about John Boyega, you know? And this is before Star Wars and everything. I'm like, John Boyega, this kid here is going to be a fucking star. You know? We left the theater and nothing happened with him for like yeah. three years, two years. I'm like, well... God damn, when is Hollywood going to catch on to John Boyega, man? Because he, he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. We still haven't got an Attack of the Block sequel, you know? It didn't do that well there. <laughs> like, it, was, it was, I mean, like, critics fucking loved it. Yeah. But, like, it just, it was, I think it was big in the UK. Yeah, and it just, it. it didn't, it didn't, like, land here. And, like yeah. you said, it was one fucking weekend in yeah, the theater. Seriously. I mean, yeah, and uh, but now he's getting that finally. You know, people watched him in uh, Force Awakens, and then now he's got three fucking movies coming out this year, and everybody wants to work with him. So I'm glad that he's finally able to do some things because I think John Boyega is awesome. Um, but yeah, so uh, Detroit that comes out August fourth. You think that could make it to a Best Picture contender? It's a little early. Uh, it's not crazy early. It's not crazy there's, early. There's there's a lot of movies that hit that like early fall late summer uh-huh. that still get in and have that consideration. Yeah, it's probably it would have a better chance if it pushed itself back to November December. But I'm not I'm not gonna fight Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think maybe it's it's to avoid some competition, you know, from the big blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it could be a great movie, but if you put it the same weekend as Star Wars, it's not going to, like, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or especially, I mean, Thor Ragnarok's November. Yeah. You know, we got some major hitters. So that's a, that's a pretty good time to bring it out, I think. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Did you guys hear about... Actually, actually let's talk about the um, Atomic Blonde. Um, so I watched the first trailer, and then a new Red Band trailer came out this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the one you guys watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this Red Band trailer, man, really got me stoked for this. Um, behind the scenes, a lot of people have seen it... Um, there's kind of like some bad, you know, like bad press going on about it right now, which is unfortunate. I hope yeah. that's not where I'm sitting. Um, I have to see it myself. But um, from what I'm seeing here, I'm really digging this. I think uh, Charlize Theron looks sexy as hell. She looks intimidating. And there's something about the action shots in this. It's all kind of like widescreen shots. Yeah. It's all slow fighting, which I love that, you know, where it's the, the camera's not shaking around. Mm-hmm. The camera's pulled back. It's relaxed. And you really feel these strikes. And uh, I was watching this new Red Band trailer, and there's like, man, five or six different locations with with hardcore fights going on. And I'm like, I fell in love with that, you know. And I was like, I can't wait to see that. I think it looks great. The style, the music, uh, Charlie Theron, and then um, James McAvoy. James McAvoy, yeah. man. I, I, My I'm, boy. I'm really thinking this looks really good. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, I'm excited about it as well. You know, you already know that. Um that Charlize Theron can can do, you know, action. Not that Ian Flux was, like, a huge movie, but, yeah. I mean... Furiosa was. Yeah, Mad yeah. Max was, and, and she was great in both of those, I think, so... She has, a, I guess, a presence in this new uh, Fate of the Furious that opens yeah. Friday, so... Yeah, so I, I, I'm excited for it, and I agree with you. I, I really like when the fight choreography, like, um, incorporates a lot of real-world items in it, and yeah. it seems like they're doing doing that as opposed to just, like, you know slapping each other so exactly yeah. yeah it looks like some really good fight scenes what'd you think yeah i was i was blown away by this trailer um again yeah i've heard some rumblings that it's it might not be as good as the, the trailer looks but it got me pumped like mm-hmm. i i definitely this is something i want to see in a theater i want to see it on a big screen yeah. i want to see those fights and yeah thron thron's a fucking mega star as it is yeah. and i think this could push her even further 
And she um, looks, com- you know, she's completely sexy in this, doesn't she? she yeah, gorgeous, Fierce. gorgeous woman, and she looks like a total badass too. Total bad. Like that that scene where she pulls up her shirt or like that scarf, and her blonde her hair is just face. hanging down, uh-huh. and then she's just fighting everybody. I'm like, oh, it looks so good. So I'm really hoping that this lives up to the potential that I'm seeing in this trailer. Yeah, they don't think they they like tried to push that like lesbian sex scene in two different oh, yeah. <laughs> parts of the trailer. That I was, was like, the fuck? I was like, hoping they would push it three parts of the trailer. <laughs> that was completely sexy. Yeah, I, I meant they didn't do enough. It just, the whole trailer should have just been lesbian yeah. sex scenes. And I like the uh, the location, too, of putting, putting uh, I guess she's a secret agent, putting her in Berlin. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's just fun. It gives it some, you know, um, what do I want to say, a little bit of clout, you know? It gives yeah. it a, a little bit of, of that, just to have a secret agent in Berlin. That's just a yeah. fun location yeah. for that. that the only thing I didn't like was the they, like, already gave up the, the thing where it's like, oh, one of these three close people to me is a mole that's yeah. trying to bring me down. Like, why the fuck did you ruin that in the trailer? Yeah. Like, no shit. save that for the fucking movie. Yeah. God damn it. That's what I hate most about trailers these days. It's way too fucking much. All right, uh, what about Chuck? Do you guys watch the story of the guy... Uh, Rocky Balboa is actually based on. It got a trailer this week. What do you guys think? Eh, it, it didn't interest me too much. I mean, it, it looks well done. Um, I don't know. It, it, yeah, it wasn't for me. I'll probably see it when it comes out on video, yeah. but I'm not going to go to the theater for it. I think it's going to be one of those movies where maybe Lee Schreiber gets a nomination for a Spirit Award. <laughs> and, and that'll be about where it falls. Yeah. Um, it, it, I'm I'm sure the guy has an interesting story, and Trevor looks like he's actually pretty good in this. Like yeah. he's really going balls to the wall for this character. Um, a couple, a couple of the people in it look like they probably give pretty decent performances, but I don't think it's something that I'm really gonna care to fucking see unless it starts getting a lot of buzz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's I'm right there with you guys. Um, this could go either way. I like Liv Schreiber, you know, and. Uh, he, he looks like he could probably be great in it, but at the end of the day, you know, what is this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so if I start hearing some really good rumblings, you know, then yeah, I'll, I'll get pumped. But as of right now, it looks like kind of like you're, it's, it looks exactly what you would expect it to be, you know? Yeah, it's every other boxing movie. Exactly. Every other boxing yeah. movie is kind of what I feel too. But um, yeah, this is something that if it, if it does do well, man, that's, it's a cool idea to tell that story, you know, of, of Rocky um, or how, you know, Rocky kind of ripped off, you know, Stallone ripped off. You know, the, the yeah. guy. So, that'd be interesting. Um, let's see. What about... Uh, I'm a huge fan of The Mist. And we got the trailer for The Mist TV show um, this week. Do you guys like uh, The Mist, the movie? I, Based I, off the I will the say the, story. The, the, the original movie or the, the remake that they did a few years ago. Did they do a remake? Yeah, with Tom Jane. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's the yeah. only miss that there's ever been, right? I thought there was a miss before that. Like, Are you talking about the fog? Maybe. Yeah, John Carpenter's yeah. the fog. Um, the miss the movie is like one of those movies that I don't think the movie's good, but the, like the ending really like props it up. Yeah, because that that spoiler or not not the uh, the twist at the end was like one of those like oh fuck and like yeah. really makes you reshape the entire movie where he like kills off his family and he goes to kill himself and the the gun jams and then the fog just. The mist just clears. Yeah. The military shows yeah. up, and he's like, "I, if I had waited three fucking seconds, I would still yeah. have my family." With you me. know what? It's been at least, man, probably six, seven years since I've watched The Mist. But I remember when that came out. I was praising that movie up and down because of that ending for having balls. Oh, you know, very, like I, I never, you know, at that point, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that had balls like that or maybe like the original Night of the Living Dead where the black guy survives mm-hmm. the whole fucking <laughs> night and you shoot him in the head and throw him on the fire yep. wow that's 
a ballsy. That's a that's a Georgia, not a Georgia Romero, a uh, George R. Martin thing to do to your character, you know. And but I like some storytelling like that. We where no one is safe in this fucking world. The the world is fucking evil. And uh, the mist, man, I, I love that ending. So I like that story though, where they're all kind of isolated in that fucking supermarket, and you got uh, the, the kind of like the uh, the psychological meltdown of everybody that's in there. Yeah. I like that idea. But listen to this quote here. Uh, this is from the cr- uh, creator. He says, I wanted to be respectful to the source material, but my feeling was there was already a great ap- adaptation out there by Frank Darabont. Uh, the, nov- uh, the novella is 200 pages and one location. Uh, we needed to change that to make an um, ongoing series, but we wanted to remain faithful to the heart of the story. Unfortunately, I thought it was incredibly timely to do a show about what people do when they are blinded by fear. Uh, we look around, uh, look around at what's going on in the world. And everyone is constantly looking for someone to blame or someone to lead them to the promised land. Uh, they find people to hate either because of their gender or race or faith. Uh, those elements uh, we tap into. How fear drives things. Um, yeah, how fear drives things. So I don't know. I think I like how it's kind of split up in this little town now because you see like there's people in a church. In a church. Yeah. There's people yeah. like in a, in a supermarket. Do you think that this will make a good series or do you think that they should just stay in that one location of a supermarket? You think it serves it better to be a movie? I'm interested in it. Um, I think that the slow uh, pace storytelling storytelling that you can do with TV um, could work really well for it. What's it? What chance? It's going to be on like sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah, oh, sci-fi. sci-fi, sci-fi. Yeah. I, I think it's sci-fi. sci-fi yeah. Okay. Um, so I, you know, I'm I'm curious. Sci-fi can be hit or miss. Um, with their I series, think, I think it is Spike. I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I, it's Spike. It's Spike. Oh, Spike. Yep. I don't think I've seen like a. A series like this on Spike, no. so I who knows if they can pull it off. Um, I think it could be good. I don't think, even though I love the ending of the movie, I don't think that they should have that in the show because then, it, if I already know what's happening, yeah. then, then that slow storytelling isn't going to work for me. But and that was one of those things that they I'm changed. interested. Yeah, that's one of yeah. those things they changed too because in the novella, um, I was such a big fan of the Mist that I went out and got the the, the short the short story that mm-hmm. it was part of that book. And I read it, and that's not how that ends. No. You know, I think they make it to a, if I remember right, they make it to some kind of a hotel or something, and then the, the mist goes away. I, I forget it's been, again, seven, eight years I since I've watched don't, it. Don't they make it to the Overlook Hotel? I think. I forget. Yeah, I forget. Somewhere. Yeah, but um, I, I think maybe, maybe this would make a good TV series, but, or maybe they got enough commentary just in that grocery store off the mist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if, maybe we don't need 10 different locations telling us the exact same thing. That was happening in the grocery store. Uh, for me, I think this is going to harken back to another adaptation for television from Stephen King, Under the Dome. Mm. Uh, it's, that looked it's, interesting. It's going to be very similar. Just people cooped up and had a decent first season. And then we kind of really have nowhere to go from here. So yeah. we're just fucking treading water the rest of this time. And I, this is exactly what I feel this is going to be. Um, I, I, and I don't think it'll be nearly as successful as the first season Under the Dome was, which wasn't even that successful. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not overly excited for it. Cause again, I feel that they, they already told that story. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a couple of views. You know, I'll watch like the first couple episodes and see, you know, what it does. Cause I'm really in the mood for a King resurgence, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm excited for it, you know, I'm excited yeah, for dark, dark tower. tower yeah. And... I don't know much about dark tower. Um, I tried to get into the books back in the day and I'm just not a big reader to begin with. So I was kind of intimidated at that time. And, uh, so there's a, I'd like to get into more Stephen King stuff again. I just don't have time to fucking yeah. read. And I'm one of those slow readers where I'm just like, you know, 
Whoa. <laughs> no, I just want, like, my father-in-law, he'll blow through a fucking book, like, in an hour. He's like, here you go, I'm done. And I'm like, man. Do you even read this? I know, I'm that, I'm that guy who, like, I soak it in, and I, I want to paint that location, and I'll read that same, like, paragraph a couple times, so I'm, I'm in that location, I'm in that world, and then it's like, you know, two months later, and I'm still reading a fucking book, so, um, I don't know. I'd like to, I want that King resurgence, though, when it comes to cinematically. I think yeah. we could tap into some really cool stuff with King, so. Well, if rumors are true, they're trying to make some sort of cinematic universe with yeah. his yeah. movies, and they're going to start remaking some of his stuff to connect them yeah. better, and it looks good. So, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add for movie news, trailer talk, any of that stuff? Uh, Fate of the Furious. Mm-hmm. The pre-sales in China just broke records. Really? Before the movie even came out in China, they sold $43.5 million worth of tickets. Man. Wow. Like, blew away whatever whatever was ahead of that, which was like $20 million. Are you guys going so to see it this weekend? It. I am not. <laughs> I um, actually have only seen the first two, okay. and I didn't like them, but I've heard that they actually got better after the first two. There's, it's less about so, cars and more yeah. about just shit exploding now. Yeah. And You're not a Fast and the Furious fan either? I, I don't dislike it. I just, like, I don't have any desire to go yeah. see it in a theater. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't hurt me to not see it on a big screen. I'll go see it just because I want to see the new Tentpole movie, you know, uh, with the family. So I'm going to go yeah. Sunday, but I'm not... I've never been excited for a Fast and the Furious movie. Um, I think the last two or three have been good. You know, uh, they're dumb, fun action mm-hmm. movies. But at the end of the day, you know, they don't make any top ten lists. They don't excite me. They don't. I don't think they do anything new for for action cinema, anything like that. So I'm not. I don't walk out being like, wow. I, I kind of look at it like. I enjoyed some time with the family, and that's about it. You know, yeah. I, I never want to talk about Fast and the Furious. Um, for whatever, though, they do a pretty good job with some of the family beats. I'll give them that. Like, you know, I honestly felt like, uh, you know, they, they uh, evolved Paul Walker, you know, and into it like they, they, they did with the last one. Um, I got a little bit teary-eyed. So I think they did a pretty good job with all that. I like I liked the, the kind of B um, action, you know, staff that they have, you know, with mm-hmm. like uh, Vin Diesel and uh, what's her name? She's on all of them. Michelle, Michelle Rodriguez. It's kind of cool to see her doing some stuff. Um, the Rock, but then this time I don't know how I'm gonna feel because I hear a lot of bullshit going around uh, with The Rock and Vin Diesel and how they, they were supposed to be like other? splitting yeah. that series, yeah, in two now. Where Rock is doing his own like trilogy with his character, <laughs> yeah, because Rock needs to be in like six movies a year for whatever reason. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I'm gonna go see it. Um, not really pumped, but you know, I'm gonna go watch it, see what it's all about. Sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. Anything else? Um, uh, uh, going kind of along with that with breaking records, uh, Get Out just became the highest grossing original screenplay debut of all time, Man. which is just pretty fucking great. Like Jordan, that's it's a great movie. Jordan Peele did an awesome job, and think that'll be nominated. And it's gonna be too early for that. The Oscar's gonna forget about that. That yeah. was in what, I don't January? know if it'll be forgotten. I just don't know if that's their kind of movie to uh-huh. nominate. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you got it. It's pretty original, though. It is yeah. definitely original. Um, Did I you think... watch Get Out? Mm-hmm. Good. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was great. Awesome. Great. Yeah, great. It's surprising, movie. and I don't like Allison Williams, so um, yeah, I was surprised pleasantly. Yeah, you're not supposed to really kind of like her, so yeah. it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the only other thing I had here was um, along with you know last year they did Killing Joke. Um, DC is making a Watchmen animated movie now. So I kind of went along with Watchmen, which is nom- up for a nomination right now. So I don't know how I feel about them trying to make that into a, like a, a feature-length mm. movie, animated-wise. I think I think Snyder, like 
I think Snyder did a, a good enough job making a live action movie. It's not even been a decade, and we're yeah. gonna produce the same fucking thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe we're getting a giant squid in this one or some shit. No. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing with the Spider-Man film. Is it like looks good, but do I need a third reboot of Spider-Man? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, at least with Spider-Man, they seem to be telling different stories yeah. and using different villains. Like, this is apparently going to be just, I mean, The Watchmen is it's one fucking series. And, like, are you going to stay yeah. true to it, which Zack Snyder did. Like, whether you like it or not, you can't deny that he did a very fucking faithful adaptation. Or are you going to take some liberties with it and piss people off? No. Uh, do you have any movie news that you want to bring up tonight? Not really. I I just saw the Circle trailer this weekend. I hadn't okay, heard anything. First time? Yeah, I hadn't heard a thing about it. I mean, I think it looks um, interesting. I don't. It's about um, time Tom Hanks played a fucking villain. Yeah. Right. Like he should have been playing a villain at some point somewhere yeah. in his career. Yeah, John Boyega again. Um, good to see him working and and. Uh, you know, t- Tom Hanks never does a bad job. I mean, he could be in a shit movie and still no. do a, mm-hmm. a great job. So I'm. I'm interested to see it. I'll probably go to theaters and see it. Yeah, you're right about that, though. Um, I've only watched one of our baseball marathon movies, and I won't give too much of my thoughts away on it, but Tom Hanks was fucking solid, you know? And <laughs> I won't give away which one I watched, but Tom Hanks was No, no, great. no, I don't want to give too much of my thoughts <laughs> it was on the basketball. movie. Yeah. No, but, no, you're right, though. Tom Hanks, man, he just delivers no matter what he's doing. You know, he's just a great performer, great performer. Yep. Um, let's see. Let's get into what we've been watching this week. What have you been watching? I've been watching some weird shit this week. Well, Kyle, I <laughs> uh, want you go ahead. <laughs> I want to hear his weird shit. So I watched like um, this Jackie Chan, Adrian Brody, and I'm um, sold. <laughs> uh, the two kings of kung fu. <laughs> who else was? Oh, um, oh fuck! Who was the third? Jeff, first? Jeff Fahey. No, it, <laughs> it was. Oh, uh, no. Allison Williams. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jones is his John sister. Um, Jones's sister? Why can't I think of his name? I don't um, know. Jones is too very. Joan is Jones. his sister. Oh, uh, John Cusack. Yeah, John Cusack. <laughs> fucking John Cusack, Adrian Brody, and Jackie Chan in this Dragon Blade movie that's on uh, HBO is it called right Dragon now. Dragon Blade? Yeah. Huh. It's on HBO right now. Horrible movie, amazing action sequences. Um. <laughs> Like, Jackie Chan is the fight choreographer, and he always does, like, crazy stuff with, like, environments. Yeah. I could not tell you what the movie's about, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, two hours long. So I watched that, and then I watched the remake of Pete's Dragon this week on uh, yeah. on Netflix. How was that? Clearly made for kids. Yeah. I mean, it was it was cute. Um, I still like the original better, yeah. but, you know, I, I have a nostalgia for that movie, so... Um, watch that. I'm getting geared up for the final season of Leftovers starts Sunday. Um, that's a weird as fuck show, but, um... Yeah, I, yeah I've definitely heard that that show is hard, hard to follow, but, like, in a good way. It's crazy. It's kind of like what we were talking about with The Mist, though. Uh, I mean, the premise is that all these people just, like, disappear, um... On like, a certain day. Like, 10% and, of the world's population yeah, just disappears. And, uh, they've already, they already said, like... At the beginning, they're not going to tell you why. It's more about, like, what the fuck do these characters do now that the world is so messed up. Um, So I'm excited for that. I'm excited that they have, like, an end date for it. Because I feel like when TV shows know that they're going to, like, have three seasons, they tell a more complete story. Right. Um, So that's what I've been up to. Nice. Right on. Let me start this one out, Kyle. Sure. Um, Breaking Bad. Okay. (laughs) Better Call Saul. All right. 
Um, this so many similarities now. You like yeah. um, I was telling a friend of mine that uh, Breaking Bad, like you know, everybody was worried when Better Call Saul came on if it was going to be as good, if it's going to be a shitty spinoff. You know, I think we're tapping in to levels of Breaking Bad right now, where this show could fucking surpass Breaking if, Bad. If you match up first season to first season, they're they're pretty similar. I, I, I think yeah. I think Better Call Saul gives it a slight edge. Second season of Breaking Bad, second season of Better Call Saul. You get a little bit more of a gap that uh-huh. Better Call Saul was better. And season three started out fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, have you been watching Better Call Saul? Do you mm. watch Better Call Saul at all? No, I watched all of Breaking Bad, but I haven't seen any of Better Man, Call Saul. I tell you what, man. Start watching it. Binge it. Better Call Saul. Even if you Saul. just kind of like Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, what was your opinion on Breaking Bad? Um, I think that Breaking Bad was great um, when it was great and really slow when it was okay. uh, really slow. But um, they did a good job where... The Walking Dead has stopped doing a good job. Is there is always like a payoff for like getting through the slower episodes. So. That's that's what I wanted to say. Like there the, in this episode, like you always talk about wheel spinning, Brad. Like yeah. most of this episode felt like wheel spinning, but you always know it's going to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Always. So you're always like intently watching. Like you, you are. Mike is being tr- he's been bugged and he's been being tracked and he knows it, and so he's like ripping this car apart. That's like a seven, eight minute long scene yeah. of him just pulling a car apart. Like, no dialogue. Taking the gas tank. Taking, yeah. taking everything apart, and then like, fuck, it just takes forever. And he's Do like, you think that's Gus? Cab. That's... It's, it's 100% Gus. Yeah. We know Gus is here. We know what the fuck's happening. And it looked like... he's going to follow that. He's going to get up to Gus. Gus is going to hire him to be his his yeah. main man. Oh, that's going to be so awesome. I'm, I'm so When do you think fun. we'll see Gus? Call it now. Season, or episode two, episode three. Two. Mike's, already, Mike's, Mike's already following uh-huh. what I assume is Victor. Um, the guy that, but it might be another Gus twenty minute scene of him just looking at a building. Oh, <laughs> no yeah. shit, I am too. That's how good this is. Like Mike is so good in this. Um, he's just he's he's even better in this, I think, than what he was in Breaking Bad. Absolutely, because he actually has more to stuff to do. You know, it's but, not just some. Guy and most shows of this episode like, was just him taking a gas cap apart. Yeah, like seriously, it literally was that, and I was so fucking compelled. He's taking this apart and taking this bug out, and he puts a new bug in it that doesn't work, and reprograms the bugs, and then puts the cat back. So the guy's like. Oh fuck that bug's broke. I need to go switch that out. Yeah. And then he just follows the fucking guy home. Yeah. And that's that's where our, our episode ends with well, that. What do you, what do you like, think about Chuck and Jimmy? Do you, oh, do you think man. he's going to Like that shit is just bubbling. What do you think's going to happen there? Do you think he's going to try? Is this where we're going to actually get him to be Saul Goodman because of his brother Chuck? We're we're seeing the shades of it. And I think one of the bigger places that we saw in this episode is when the uh, the military guy showed up at his office and he just kept trying to to lie. And make shit up because he's he's been a little that was a great little, scene. he's been a little snaky and stuff here and there, but he's still stayed pretty truthful. Yeah. And in that scene, he was just like, "Oh fuck! Like I need to start making shit up, or I'm yeah. going to prison for the rest of my fucking yeah. life." I like that though. He was like, because there's a scene, you know, um, where he he's talking to this guy previously um, in another episode. He kind of got on a, to a military base when he sh- probably shouldn't have to, been to film he, a commercial. He, to film a commercial. He lied blatantly to this guy. So in this season here, this guy's calling him out on. He's like the guy that you brought in to film this commercial. Um, you lied to me. I want you to take down that commercial. If you don't take that com- commercial, I'm gonna take you to the highest you know level, and we're gonna get this pulled. You're gonna you know you're gonna feel the heat. And uh, he tells him that's not how I remembered it. You know, pretty much yeah. you're the one that let me on, and you didn't give a shit, and blah blah blah. And this guy's like, 
well, what the fuck, you know? He knows that, you know, it's his word against his, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, so you really get to see some some really colorful uh, traits there of, of uh, you know, Saul. But yeah. I, I always say, like, uh, two of my favorite characters of all time is uh, Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones and Saul Goodman. You know, like, Saul is such an interesting character because, you know, like, he would be the good lawyer. He would be an outstanding, everyday kind of guy if people, his surrounding people, would, would let him be. But everybody keeps him the fuck down. Everybody kind of puts him in his place because he went to a lesser school than everybody else. And yeah. he tried to turn his life around. And this is not the Saul we know from Breaking Bad. Yeah. From the yeah. get-go, like, Saul is a fast-talking dude. Yeah. He knows what he's up to. Like, he's he's always on top of shit. And in Better Call Saul, he's the guy who's always getting yeah. shit on. And he's like, he has to fucking claw his way to even be, like, looked at when he's in the same fucking room as other people. Yeah. Such an interesting crazy. character. So if you get a chance, man, give it a, give it a go. I would say Better Call Saul. If you, if you're not as invested with Breaking Bad, season one is a, is a little bit slower. Uh, but man, I thought season two and now season two was, season two was, was fucking phenomenal. I love this show. I'm addicted. To it. it was I, so. I'm even loving the black and white openings yeah. with him as the manager of the Cinnabon, like. And where he's like hiding out in yeah. Omaha, Nebraska, or something <laughs> like that. Opening scene where he's at the mall and that kid like clearly has stole something from a store, and he's like, he's just like sees Saul and he drops the shit and he hides in the photo booth, and then the cops come out and they're like, "You seen a kid?" And he just stares at him. It felt like ten fucking minutes. He didn't say a word, just staring at the cops. And there's like any, you know, have you seen this kid? And he just does that that slow point to the photo booth, and then they they arrest the kid, and as they're dragging him away, and he's like, "Get a lawyer." And it's like, oh, that fucking shade of Saul's really wanting to yeah. come back out again. And, yeah. You know, you know that young kid who helps uh, Chuck out. I don't. Uh, what's it? Er- Ernesto. Ernesto. Do you think Ernesto? Because he heard that little bit of tape recording. Do you think mm-hmm. he's? Because he's friends with Saul. You know. I I think this you, is where Chuck starts to crumble. Is because yeah. of Ernesto. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Oh, I like. I so don't. Good. I don't like to guess with what Vince Gilligan's doing because no, he his idea is better than mine. You know what's great though? Because another one of my rules is you can change anything you want to, but it has to be better. That's kind of like when I was talking about Watchmen. The ending of the Watchmen movie I think is better than the graphic novel. A Walking Dead. Um, all the stuff that they do. All the things that they change from the graphic novel or the, the, the graphic novels, I don't think are worth a shit. Yeah. So if you're going to change something, just don't change it because we already know what you're going to do because sometimes that's the fucking best way to go. If that was the best way that you could write it, that's the best, best outcome, don't try to fucking fool us or trick us. That was the best fucking way. And Vince Gilligan, there's ways that I think that he's going to go, but he always does something fucking better. Or he gives yeah. you the setup where you think, you know, you know the outcome. You know the outcome, right? Yeah. It's just the, the normal cliche outcome would probably be fine in most cases, but he comes back around and he's like, no, I'm going to do something completely different. It's not just to surprise you. Yeah. It is for the fucking best. And that, you're like, that last what season, the fuck? That last season of Breaking Bad, you you know it's going to end. That last episode is going to be Hank and Walt facing off, right? Yeah. yeah. Nope, he's, they he's, kill Hank three, four <laughs> episodes yeah, before exactly. the fucking end of the season. Do you, do you ever feel like he's just fucking with your expectations he's going to change it just to change it? Like, there's always I, a reason. I, yeah, and it's it always works out. It always I, works out. Like, he's Edgar Wright level. Like, I just fucking trust the so shit good. out of Vince Gilligan. Do whatever the fuck you want, buddy. So good. Um, yeah, so Better Call Saul. I watched that. It was so funny. I, I think it came out at 10 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I was watching it. And uh, actually, so I had Better Call Saul season one, season two. It was um, on demand, recorded, right? Someone erased it. So season three didn't start recording. And um, so I went and I recorded it, but it didn't kick on right away to, for me to go back. And I told April, 
I go, I am not fucking going to bed <laughs> until I watch this shit. I went, I went around. I was, I was tired as fuck, too. I was doing something around the house, and finally, like, 10.45, I could start watching the whole thing. But I was so pissed. I waited up <laughs> until I could watch the whole thing. I wasn't waiting until Tuesday night to watch uh-huh. this shit. I watched it right then and there. I was so pumped. Uh, but uh, everything else, um, I don't have too much to share myself. Um, I've been watching, uh, trying to get some baseball comedies in. Uh, it's such a bad time for me because... Um, I'm in the mood for basketball. You yeah. know, the playoffs just started. I watched baseball last... just started. I know baseball just started. <laughs> but I'm a huge basketball fan. And then um, the last four or five games, we've been fighting for fucking uh, position. You know, in the playoffs, and we finally got yeah. number seven. And uh, now we're gonna be facing the Cavs. So like Saturday's basketball. I just went to a basketball game last night in Indy. So I'm like glued to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, worried about trying to get marathons in versus in. Um, we have uh, April 26th is coming up, which is LV 426. I always try to watch Aliens on that day. I was going to kick a versus episode where we do um, Aliens. What's your favorite? Alien or Aliens? Aliens. Aliens. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. What about you? I don't think we've talked about this. I don't know if we have or not. Man, I, I waver back and forth. It just depends what I'm in the mood for. If I'm in the mood for a horror, then Alien. If I'm in the mood for action, Aliens. Uh-huh. See, I, I'm an Alien kind of guy, all right? Aliens, I think it's a great movie, but I don't I don't think it's quite there. And uh, Aliens won the Golden Idol. All right. So something I wanted to do this year uh, for LV twenty four twenty six, it would be one year since Aliens won the Golden Idol. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see if it's still that badass. Okay, and I wanted to put it up against Predator. All right, two teams going against Alien or Aliens. <laughs> I think it'd be fun, and let's see if that Golden Idol can still remain the fucking Golden Idol winner. You know, with a group at the table. But I can't fucking find time to do it. <laughs> You know, cause We've got we, two Pantheon nominations up now. I know. We've got, we got two Pantheon nominations. We have uh, the Baseball Marathon, five movies, and then we're kicking right into a John Wayne. Um, I got so fucking busy that I had to jump out of the Toy Story. We're doing a Toy Story three-way uh, for when Cars released. I was like, I just can't fucking do it. So I made up this whole thing where the versus people meet the marathon men, you know, and we put them together. And I'm just going to sit back and just enjoy the conversation and just not have to watch them, you know, and just watch the one that they kick up to if they do kick one up. Yep. Um, yep. So it's going to be very interesting. Do you, when you think of Toy Story, do you have a favorite there? Do they kind of blend together? They kind of blend together for me. I think two's <laughs> my one? favorite, but um, we'll see. Have you, ever, have you ever tried to break them down to figure that out? No, I, I should I should marathon them. Um, We're doing that at what? Beginning of, uh, end of June? Something like that. Something like Whenever that. Whenever Cars 3 comes Yeah, in. June yeah. 16th. So I think it's, uh yeah, end of May, beginning of June. It's up to you guys when you guys want to do it. Um, but uh, with our marathon, it's going to be interesting because um, how I, I, I kind of structured this one was where they have to be very, um, uh, what do I want to say? You have to really say like what you what you think won okay like mm-hmm. say if your best character was woody you can't where, just where is his best character where's his though? best character so you can't just say yeah. woody and you give all three of them a best you know a, a golden yeah. idol for that unless it deserves it you know so they really have to focus on character beats they have to focus on themes it's gonna be really interesting to see who they give a point to we're gonna go with marathon rules because marathon rules if you tie anything each uh, film gets a point uh, versus 
they just, you know, equal. Or the other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just wipe each other out. So it's going to be interesting to see who wins that. I'm, I'm very curious to see what you guys say on that. It's going to be yeah. pretty neat. Um, but yeah, so I had to jump out of that. Um, this week, uh, actually last week, you showed me a, a trailer called The Void. Mm-hmm. I've been dying to see The Void since then. I was like, you know, it looks kind of cool, you know. And, and then, then I watched... stewed well, with then you. I watched a, yeah, it stewed with me. And then I watched another trailer for it. Um, I ran into an IX because I sent it to Ron. I was like, yeah, check this out. And it was a different trailer than what we watched. And I was mm-hmm. like, man... This looks good. Have you watched the trailer for The Void? I've seen one of them, yeah. Okay. What do you think of that? It's interesting. I'm curious about it. Yeah, um, very. It could go either way. Right. Um, it's definitely going to be something I go watch. Yeah. Uh, it's on demand right now. Yeah. So um, I've been trying to get to that all week. I just can't find the time. Uh, but that's what I've been watching this week. Um, and then i got to watch Watchmen one more time. Um, we did our marathon. I'll end on this for myself. But... Um, Watched, I, I've watched Watchmen so many times, and, and every time I watch it, I like it more, okay? And uh, when in the marathon, I, I gave it a kick, and I said that there's something still that I'm not for sure about, and so I, I reserve my vote, you know, to say yes or no, but I need to give it another watch, but I kicked it up to the council, so we'll see where they go. Um, what's your opinion on the Watchmen? Watchmen, it, it's not Pantheon for me. It's a good movie. Um, it's just a little bit... I, I don't know. We were talking earlier. The sex scene is like weird. Um, I think it's a little bit too lengthy for me. It's trying to like tell you a little bit too much, um, but that's being really picky. I mean, I'd still give it like a four. The Pantheon and a half. should be picky though. Yeah, so. I'd give it like a four and a half, but I think it it just missed Pantheon for me. Okay. Yeah, and so I'm gonna read the reviews. I think I'm gonna be the last one that that writes mine. Because I, you know, when I take Pantheon super fucking serious, I've been mm-hmm. talking Pantheon since fucking 2007, and there's just something about it that I don't want to hang my vote as a as a no just because I don't like Zack Snyder, you know, or I think Zack Snyder sucks. Because I, I said there's some slow-mo things going, there's definitely his signature in Watchmen. Absolutely, yeah. But when I break it down, to me, a Pantheon movie is that movie that fires on all cylinders, you know, and I think the themes are there. I think the cinematography is, is really well. I didn't get my, my golden idol, but I think the cinematography was really good. I think for the most t- part, it doesn't date itself. I think the suits look great. The costumes look awesome. Um, I think the characters are so rich. It took me all day to figure out what character I, I wanted to go with for my best character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this movie could be cast any better. I love Patrick Wilson. I, I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, Matthew Good as Ozzy Mendez. Um, uh, all I even love the change that they make. He's, he's, he's so slavish to the source material until the end. You know, and I think the ending is so much better to hang all of this on Dr. Manhattan instead of this alien squid, mm-hmm. you know? So um, doing that is, that's one of my huge movie rules. And I think mm-hmm. that they actually changed something for the better in this um, opening montage. So there's a lot of things. So I'm just going to, I'm going to wait. I'm going to read some of the reviews of the people who say no, their, their power graphs. See if maybe there's something in there that sways me. Uh, right now I'm probably leaning towards a yes, but I got to, I have to watch it one more time because uh, once it's in... It stays. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very th- backwards for you because you're usually the, you try to get yours in first. Yeah, I have, it a, is. Fe- I have a feeling you're going to break and still be. <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't think so. I'm very confused on it. Watchmen is a rough one for me because um, it on paper it's all there. Especially there's times when I write a review for somebody, um, I actually find my answer in the review because I start breaking it down. And uh, Watchmen it has all the components for me, you know. Um, just I don't I just need to figure out what that problem I always have with. I even said in the uh, the review that I think there might be some length, you know, there yep. as well. Um, but yeah, I don't. What, what are you thinking so far on it? Um, I watched director's cut. 
the other day. Um, I want to watch the theatrical version to really solidify myself. I am I am leaning towards a no, but that could. What's change. your issues with it then? Uh, like I've said, uh, I think the opening montage, the the opening credit scene with the times they are changing, Bob Dylan going through the old crew, is one of the greatest openings in film history. I honestly, like when I saw that in theater, I was blown away by that scene. And as Jeremy said, that fucking weird sex scene, like <laughs> we got Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, but not his version of that song playing. And there's like, it, their fucking looks weird. <laughs> and it's like really strangely shot, like an action scene for some fucking reason. And then just the fire shooting out of a goddamn it, owl spaceship. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, there's there's definitely some some ill wills towards it towards its um, up its own acidness. <laughs> I guess is what yeah. I would say. Uh, I don't know. I have got to I've got to watch it again to rectify. It's because when you're thinking Jack or Zack Snyder, you're thinking Batman versus Superman <laughs> so much better, right? And you got it, it in. <laughs> I'd like to do this real quick. Break it down. Like, what do you think? I think Nathan Nathan will say yes. Yeah. Josh will say yes. Josh will say yes. Rachel will say yes. Yes. That's three. I have no idea what April will say. I'm undecided. I think she'll say no. I think Ryan will say no. I'm going to say Caitlin will say yes. Yeah. So that's, what, five yeses? I think Marshall will say no. Yeah. It's going to be a rough one. It comes one. down to you. Mm-hmm. It might, point. yeah. Man, that's going to be a rough one. That, I mean, those these are all guesses. People surprise us with their fucking yeah. votes all the time, yeah. too. When you're you're like oh well, this is they're definitely gonna give it a yes and they're like I fucking hated that movie, <laughs> yeah. like Prince of Egypt. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. No, we we had a difference on that, but I did. I, I liked your nomination of it though. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's what that's what I've been watching. So why don't you tell us what you've been watching this week? Um, I get yeah, Prince of Egypt. I watched. I uh, watched Watchmen. I watched Prince of Egypt twice actually. Um, and I need to watch Watchmen twice. Watch, 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 watch. We um, have one pantheon. Um. In the Pantheon this year, don't we? And <laughs> mine. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's all we got. No, no, wait, two. We got Die Hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Die Hard made it in. So. I thought that was like, oh, yeah, action yeah. movie. Yeah, that action was this year. Um, oh, shit, what else have I watched? I've been watching a lot of Mystery Science Theater 3000. They put a bunch of those up on Netflix, so I kind of just fall asleep watching those because that reminds me of college. I used to watch the fuck out of that. Uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, I've watched it twice already and floored by it. Both times. Uh, wrestling. Um, I tried to watch The Discovery, that Netflix movie with Jason Siegel and Robert Redford about the, they find out that an afterlife is real, so people start killing themselves. Yeah, and, like, how was crazy. that? Um, it, started, it starts off kind of, it's a very quiet movie. Um, and so I, was, I started watching it late at night and fell asleep. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it. Hmm. I've heard some pretty negative things about yeah, it. If, if I if I was hearing more good things about it, I would go back to it. But yeah. at this point, yeah. I'm like, eh. You know, at this time, at this point, you have to use some of those gauges that are out there because there's so much content to consume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I need that because it's yeah, I'm all over the place. There's three movies I want to see out in the theater. I'm going to take uh, April to Indianapolis. We're going to just live in Indianapolis next week <laughs> for one <laughs> for one night, man. We're going to go see uh, Colossal. Uh, we're gonna yes, go see. Um, is it is it free fight? Is that what it is? Free fire. Free fire. I keep wanting to call it free fight. Uh, yeah, free fire, and then the uh, lost city of Z, which I've been super pumped about. A, the uh, 
the Onions AV Club just uh, gave it an A rating. Wow. Which they don't do that with movies very that was yeah. my, that's in I think it was in my top three, top four most anticipated movies when we did that a couple months back. So, uh, But all three of those, I don't think we're getting any of them in Lafayette, so i got to travel to Indianapolis for all three of those. Never know. Suck. We get surprised. Well, I, I, talked to, uh, yeah, I talked to Jenna Cox, and she said that uh, as as of right now, they're not getting any in Lafayette, which, which really sucks. But I don't know. Yeah. What else you been watching? Man, that's that's been about it. And baseball movies. Yeah. Are you um, done with we, that marathon? Uh, yeah, I finished about a week ago. I'm gonna watch them all again this week, I think. Um, so we got a League of Their Own, Bad News Bears, Bull Durham, Major League, and The Sandlot. And we're gonna start doing that. What next Sunday? We're gonna have yeah, some, we're gonna Sunday. have some beers. We're gonna ha- eat some fun. hot dogs. We're gonna. We're gonna be a little tipsy on that podcast. Yeah. So definitely, definitely tune in on that. Yeah, one. that's gonna be a good time. Uh, has anybody? Everybody's talking about this Netflix show, um, Thirteen Reason. I don't know. Man, I, yeah, that's another thing I watched. I watched the first yeah. half of that first episode. Was it. Like, What's it called? I was like, Thirteen Reasons Why. And you didn't bring that up in your what you've been watching. No, my wife. My <laughs> wife. Because your really, wife watched it and you yeah, just had to sit there. <laughs> she, she really liked it. It's very, very teen drama. Um, they did a nice job with it, um, but you have to really be into that like uh, CW soap opera, like Vampire it's Diaries type CW. thing. Um, but it's an interesting concept. I mean, the concept is this: this girl kills herself, um, and as a fuck you, she kind of sends. She records a tape for every reason why, and every reason is like a person, and they all have to like listen to um, why it's their fault. Hmm. So. Um, so it was interesting. It stars the. Is it, is it Breakfast Club the, for Millennials? Not even. No, not really. <laughs> no. Um, it's got a Dylan Mil- Minette as the lead, and that kid is boring as fuck to me. I hate him as an actor. Like that kid from uh, what was it? He was in Don't Breathe and Goosebumps and Let Me In. Ugh. That that he just takes me out of the fucking show and makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> That's just one reason why I'd want to kill myself. Is, is Dylan Minnette. What are the other twelve reasons? <laughs> They're all no, Dylan Minnette related. It, it was decent, but you've got to you've got to love that like CW uh, soap opera um, type of show to to get into it. I think. Yeah, One Tree Hill's not my jam, so I didn't give a shit. No. Well, let's uh, let's close with um, Prince of Egypt is going to be um, what two two weeks. Yeah, well, a little yeah. less than two weeks. Yep. Yeah, yeah, two, two in a week and a half. Yeah, and Today, I and I will be the first to say that I I knew I didn't think it was going to make it. Oh, at you all. you never like led on what you were nominating, but you were like what what I what I'm nominating, I do not expect to get in. You were very for, forthright yeah. with like I, know, I, I didn't think it would. I didn't think it would. I I do think it's Pantheon, but I wanted mm-hmm. to see. I wanted to, my my idea behind it was to challenge people because one we haven't had animation, two we haven't had anything with any kind of religious context. You know, so I thought that would be very interesting to do to people, kind of shake it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the most part, the poll's winning. Okay, so mm-hmm. I got one there. Um, I don't see. I, we only have two reviews in right now, um, so they said no. Um, I don't. I don't think. Uh, Ryan, I know Ryan appreciates it quite a bit. Um, he's a big animation junkie. Um, I don't think. He, I don't think he's going to say yes either. Um, April might say uh, yes. Your wife. Your wife said yes the way she reacted to my. No, she was. She really. Li- <laughs> she really. She really likes it, but um, I'm not even for sure what she's going to say. Um, it wouldn't even surprise me if it came back with uh, maybe one Just or two. Maybe maybe one or two. Um, but no, I I really enjoyed. Did you ever get a chance to watch Prince of Egypt? Yeah, what's I rewatched your, your it. Um, it's a narrow yes for me. Um, but there's just a, you know. The, the music's great. I think when you think about the time that that animation was done, I mean, it's like 
it's top notch. Um, so uh, I I really liked it. Um, you know, it's it's not my favorite movie that we have in Pantheon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you're evaluating just that movie for itself, um, I I I don't think I've clicked the Facebook poll yet. But it's a it's a yes for That's me. That's cool. I um when I, when I also when I did this, I wanted to break down a couple things because I wanted to point people towards the fact that. It's a, it's a DreamWorks movie, mm-hmm. but I think I think the music's great as well. I know you didn't connect with the music. I but I, I didn't find a single song in that. Good. See, that surprises me. And it, well, I, mean, I had never seen like it Deliver before. Us is fucking. Yeah. I had powerful. never seen it before, and I think when you prefaced it in your nomination, you were like, I don't understand how like this music isn't like one of the most lauded soundtracks of all time. So I'm like, oh fuck, this music's gonna be amazing. And it just wasn't. Really? You don't like the Whitney and Mariah duet? No. I and no, I think, that, I think that actually won best uh, song, didn't it, for Oscars? Yeah, I think so. You know, so I, th- I think there's a best lot. Go- song, yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot going on. Animation and there is some CG use, of, you know, of course. Mm-hmm. But that's 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, if people give that shit, I hope they give shit to um, Aladdin. You know, I hope they give yeah. shit to um, Beauty and the Beast. You know the whole ball scene there, so I think they're doing yeah. some some very interesting things. But um, everyone I talk to usually are like, uh, "Man, I forgot about that one." Or and I think the reason, the big reason I brought it up is because I think the reason a lot of people forget about it mostly is because it has religious context, and I think it shuts down a lot of people on that. Um, so I thought I would throw it out there and see what happens. It wasn't personal to me like a fright night, yeah. or uh, I already know the next nomination. Uh, that's coming through, which I won't announce tonight, but it's very <laughs> personal to me as well. Um, so I will give it a rewatch, though, and I will, you know, um, you know, give my fucking two cents. I've already rewatched it, but you know, I'll I'll wait to get it out there. But it's a personal one to me as well. Um, someone else, it's Josh Collard's nominations. So I'm very curious to see where the poll goes um, mm-hmm. on that as as well. So, uh, but yeah, Prince of Egypt. I don't think we'll make it. I never did, but uh, I hope it challenges some people and uh, brings something new to the table. And um, I think it was really interesting. You nominated a classic, mm-hmm. and then we had a kind of a Nathan, biopic musical. A biopic musical. Yeah. And then we had what a, a kind of a drama action movie. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I wanted to put a religious, you know, um, kind of animated movie there. So um, I hope the trend continues. I don't force that. People can nominate Good. whatever they they get one fucking nomination a year. Yeah. What kind of dick would I be? Well, you have to go comedy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, one nomination a fucking year. That's rough because you know some people want like Jaws, Jurassic Park. If you don't nominate it, it might not no. come up in a versus or like I'm gonna do a versus. Um, if someone doesn't nominate Jaws or Jurassic Park, I'm gonna do a Jaws versus Jurassic Park Spielberg action, you know, or um, adventure, which is good for one versus. of those movies and bad for the other. Well, because check yep. this out. So say if someone does, because in our versus rules, the movie that doesn't that gets beat is knocked out for a year. You can't nominate that. So yeah, Jaws or Jurassic Park couldn't make it till fucking 2019 into the pantheon so someone better fucking nominate it before i do it because one of those are going to get knocked out uh, but we got some really awesome verses coming up um and i'll i'll close with this um we have a, a halloween we're going to do a, a verses that I, there's no way i i can see either one of these making um a pantheon but we're going to break down west craven john carpenter did um their homage to uh, universal movies with Vampire in Brooklyn and Memoirs of an Invisible Man, but at the at their Ugh. at the peak of their powers, you know, or just actually just kind of leaving the peak of their power, they both decided two masters of horror. Okay, decided to take Universal movies and turn them into comedies with Eddie Murphy and Chevy Chase. That's yeah. odd to me. I can't wait yeah. to to study both those movies and and find out the behind the scenes. That's gonna be fun. Um, 
and I try to balance it out between marathon men and versus, so we're mm-hmm. all having fun because it's it's completely different. I'm a part of both of them, and so with me being part of both of them, I see how rich both of them are because uh, we're tapping things like we're gonna be doing Blade Runner Akira, mm-hmm. we're gonna be doing uh, the Wrestler versus Black Swan because both of those were the exact same screenplay at once before Darren Aronofsky broke them so, up. Yeah. Yes, we're gonna be doing that. We're gonna be doing. I'm trying to get Alien versus uh, Aliens versus Predator, Demolition Man versus Running Man, but us. We're tapping in after this baseball comedy. We're going to uh, John Wayne Westerns. Five um, Rotten Tomato scores of 100%. That's going to be fun. And we're going to be tapping into some um, John Carpenter being inspired by Rio Bravo's in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of John Wayne's earliest stagecoach movies is in there, you know. Uh, We're going to leave Searchers off probably because we had Searchers in a a Western marathon last year. And then we got some awesome, we got Miyazaki coming up. So we're really tackling into genres and they're doing kind of solo films. Uh, We have another, what else, another one? Uh, Pixar Pixar, coming up the end of the year. We're going to... Tap, tap Toy Story out of it. That's yep. why we're doing the three-way, so that we can't be like... So people are like, why the fuck didn't you put Toy Story 3 in there? Yep. Why didn't you put Toy Story 2? We already did that. Yeah. So we're getting Toy Story out of the way and, and tackling the other ones. And then Nathan, um, he gets to, to throw a marathon together. So He's, he's bounced around his ideas, so we don't, yeah. we, don't, we don't know officially where he's going with that. Yeah, yet, exactly. So, so that's going to be interesting, because I think he was going to do like a kind of musical biopic thing, but then, then he got... He switched he, it up. He nominated so, yeah. uh, Velvet Goldmine... Did you ever watch Velvet Goldmine? Mm-hmm. What'd you think of that? I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. See, there's been a pretty defined line of people that liked Velvet Goldmine and don't like Prince of Egypt, we found so far. And I tell you what, man, I uh, when it comes to the Pantheon, um, if people choose to say no on Prince of Egypt, I'm a Pantheon protector, okay? I want people seriously to start saying no more. It would not hurt. You will never hear me mm-hmm. say, God damn it, not one movie made it this entire year. You know, we had two people leave the fucking group over the professional. Did you think professional was... Did you watch that at all? Yeah, and um, I like it, but his other film um, is better for me. Uh, what's it called? Fifth Element? Uh, no, La Femme. Uh, La Femme, Femme yeah, I think so, too. La Femme Nikita is yeah. a better movie than The Professional. Big Blue is my favorite. Yeah, it's, it's the same kind of concept, yeah. um, but it's just a better movie both, for me. Both of them have yeah. Jean Reno in it, too, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he works with Reno a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, I think La Femme Nikita is a better movie as well. But um, I I said it was a great movie. I thought it was, I'm glad yeah. I rewatched it. But there's a difference between great and Pantheon. We had two people leave the fucking group because Professional didn't make it, and I was like, God damn, you're all cracked in the head. And I was like, Yeah, well, yeah. He, he Thanks, said, I don't buddy. know what your criteria is, but you're cracked in the head. So I'm like, Okay, well, hang on. You are you asking? You don't know, but we're cracked. So you asked what, a question and then left the group. You I know, can't get an answer if you leave. So I'm like. I, for me, I want the best of the best. And I've always said there's going to be a lot of great movies that don't get in. But with our unique council, and what makes our, our council unique is we have horror fans. We have DC fans. We have Marvel fans. We have independent. We have, we're have we all over the board. You don't know. You, don't you can know, tell by the nominations. You can tell. Yeah, yeah, you can tell by the nominations. And my theory on that is, yeah, there's going to be a lot of great movies that don't make it. But the ones that affect, you know, two-thirds of that group are going to be pretty goddamn awesome. You know, so I think it, I think it's pretty pretty good. Yeah, well, and people should give their opinions. I mean, don't leave the group about it. But <laughs> I mean, some things have been changed. I know I was tough on Pantheon at the beginning, um, and a few things have been changed. A few things I was told, you know, shut the fuck up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but but a few things like we we consolidated Star Wars into uh, the Star Wars trilogy instead yeah. of the three separate films and I think that's better for Pantheon and that's kind of because people were bitching a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, give your opinions, but um but at the the same time, 
you know, it is, we want it to be tough. Yeah. We want it to be the gods of movies, no you shit. know, so. We, and the, we, we, we write these long reviews, like, because we're fleshing it out and because we want people, if they go, why the fuck didn't they like that movie? They can read it and know exactly why we didn't yeah. like it or why we liked it. Like, when people were like, I don't understand why you guys are voting this way. I'm out. It's like, we just posted our fucking reviews. That's why we voted that way. Like, you can disagree with what I wrote in my review, but don't tell me that my review is wrong because that's how I felt. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people read those because I'm like, I think uh, you can disagree with it, but I think I try to paint for myself a pretty clear view of why I said no. You know, so I, I don't know. There's going to be people that, yeah, again, this pissed. But yeah. I think a lot of people at the beginning, too, they saw Star Wars. They saw The Thing. It looked very, um, I don't know, it had a certain niche to it, you know. But now, now that, because I always told people, just wait. Just wait mm-hmm. and see. I mean, we're not, you know, we, I take a lot of pride in the movies that go in there. It's not going to just be one genre, you know. That's that's why I have certain people on the council, too. I'm not going to put someone in there that's, you know, like nine people that are just horror fans, you know. Because mm-hmm. I want the, the uh, one of my biggest... Um, Things that pissed me off at the beginning was people like Adventures in Video Lands, nothing but Star Wars and Marvel. And I go, man, was probably was. But I'm like, you know what? That's that's just our, you know, it's our, the climate that we live in. You know, if this was 1980, we'd be Nightmare on Elm Street and fucking Jason movies all over the place. It's just the climate we live in. That's why it gets posted so much. But that's why I created marathons. That's why I created verses. That's why I created Pantheon because I was hoping that all and it has. It's done exactly what I wanted it to. It's pushing you. You don't even know what you're gonna find on the Adventures of Video Land page. Now you're gonna see a, a fucking huge write up about Seven Samurai and Alfred Hitchcock, and then you're gonna see the new Marvel movie. People right. shitting on DC. <laughs> dick jokes. Yeah, dick jokes. So no, I'm very happy with how it's all going right now. You look at the Panther, you have fucking Die Hard, you have Yojimbo, you have Rear Window, you have Wizard of Oz. Roger I mean, Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. You know, that's one that we I've had to defend quite a bit. Everyone, everyone was pretty like, oh yeah, that's yeah. gonna not make that obviously, and then it just yeah. swept, swept. <laughs> Yeah, have you no watched knows. Roger Rabbit since we? Oh put, yeah. What, what do you think? Do you agree with that assessment? Um, I think it was it was just on the no side for me. I mean, it, we're splitting hairs, right? I mean, all these huh? movies that that were hairs. Rabbit's a hair. But it was on the no side for me. But I, I mean, I get it. Uh-huh. Like when you read the write ups, if you take the time to read the write ups, yeah. you you understand why people voted that way. Um, and now with the Facebook poll, you know. People get their vote. It counts. So, All right. Well, closing comments, and where can they find you? They can find me on Facebook, Jeremy Clifford, Twitter, JS Cliffo. Um, no closing comments other than Batman <laughs> versus Superman. Uh, it's the best it. movie Quit of the year, right? In there. <laughs> uh, for me, Movie Script Life is where you can find me. Kyle Brown and the group yell at me, telling me why my nomination review was wrong. Uh, and uh, just uh, can't wait for Thor Ragnarok. All right, adventuresinvideoland.com. Our conversation begins and end on fa- ends on Facebook, uh, but check us out on our website. Um, it's kind of a collection of all of our, our thoughts, a lot of our top fives, Pantheon, Marathon, Versus. Um, so until next time, my good people, uh, you've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. <laughs> you can go now. Yeah.